0: Welcome to The Niche's You. My name is Matt Gottesman, at Matt Gottesman on Instagram, and this is my daily podcast where I create short, quick-hitting episodes to help you uncomplicate life, creativity, and the pursuit of your highest self. There's only main character energy here. Now let's get into it. Welcome to episode 199, find out what you love so you can make better choices. There's so much in this. I'm, I'm excited for this episode. First of all, we're at 199. We're about to hit 200. Can you believe it? This was started in what, like October of 2022. So we made some serious progress in a little over a year, what a year and like three months, four months. So uh, amazing. Thank you guys for joining me on this journey. Find out what you love so you can make better choices. There's so much in here. I'll tell you first what prompted this. I was reading in this book uh, called Paddle Against the Flow, Lessons on Life from Doers, Creators, and Cultural Rebels. <laughs> you gotta love that title. Um, I'm going to add this into the show notes recommended reading list. I'll put this in there and uh, I'll make sure to do that actually after this show. Paddle Against the Flow. You know already I love this. Um, but uh, even though it's probably a, it's definitely a play on words. Obviously, you want to create your own flow. But Sean Thompson, surfer, there was a uh, a quote in there from him that said, why do people make bad choices? A lot of it is related to a lack of hope. It's related to despair. Find out what you love and pursue that dream so that your life is filled with hope. Now, okay. I, I first wanted to start off the, the first part or the first half of this podcast episode let's talk about why you might be making bad choices because i know he said a lot of it is related to a lack of hope it's related to despair there's layers there right because a lot of it like why might you be lacking hope like what else is going on and i thought fe- i felt like why don't we go a little deeper into what's constituting bad choices because if you can be self-reflective by the way i'm i'm working on a really dope journal concept for all of you guys that I'm creating to see where, because how much do we usually journal from this podcast? Um, it's epic because it's also gonna be related to my very first book. After I launched the apparel coming up, the journal and the book are like the next two quarters of my life here. In, in, uh, two quarters meaning of this year. I can't wait to do this with you guys. But um, I, so yeah, I want to focus on, you know, why might you may be making bad choices? Let's go a little bit further into this because it's, it, because then it's going to lead over into finding what you love and it's okay to know what you don't like. It's okay to know what doesn't move you and you should. It's okay to understand that maybe you don't like what you do for a living. Maybe you don't like your current circumstances. Maybe you don't like the amount of money you're making. Maybe you don't like your job. Maybe you don't like the relationship. Maybe you don't like, there's a lot of different things. Now, I'm not saying go and just completely abandon all of it. Just leave all of it. What I'm saying is maybe put it under more observation. And what can happen from that is one of two things, in my opinion, either you have some work to do, which is always going to be the case, but like some work to do in how you're showing up for that thing. Is it, is it your attitude? Is it your, um, you know, perspective? Is it your, um, you know, uh, just you know your habits what is it or maybe is it a wrong fit is it not aligned with values is it not um you know growing you is is it that or is it you right one or the other but you no matter what have to do this level of introspection to be able to figure that part out because once you do you're going to be able to understand maybe why you are making quote unquote bad choices So the first question to ask yourself what do you keep seeing that you don't like now we've talked about this on previous podcasts there was one in particular what do you keep seeing that you don't like okay now i want you to write out what were the decision what was the decision or set of decisions that got you there this is something that i had done when back in 2014 where everything was removed you know from the work to uh you know going through a divorce with my ex-wife like all these different things i i looked at okay even though i even though i hadn't initiated a lot of the things that were happening Meaning, like I thought, I was showing up. I was trying to do be be a good husband. I was, I was trying to uh, do really well with the work, you know. And I was. I I was a good worker. I was a good husband. And you know, it was a very amicable divorce. I don't want to. I don't want to take anything away from that. Um, but nevertheless, it had to happen. All these things had to happen. So the first thing I thought of is, even though this isn't what I wanted, and I felt like I was doing decent with my choices. Let me look a little bit further as to how I got there. Did I, was I missing boundaries with the work? Was I missing, you know, uh, some, some steps, uh, and some things that were needed in, in a marriage where I like, I, I wanted to see what were the decisions going on. And that's just in one area. I've done this throughout all of my life and I've done this, especially in the, um, you know, the, the more adult years with, with like work, like when I, then there were things that turned out differently than I had anticipated. Okay. What were the decisions? Oh, I didn't have this kind of conversation up front. Oh, I guess I could have set this up differently. Oh, I guess like I didn't talk about those things that would have been more detrimental to the outcome. You know what I, you get what I'm saying? So if you see something you don't like, deal with like let's let's actually deal let's lean in and be like, "Okay, what were the set of decisions that got you there?" And and it's okay to be very introspective. You could say, "Well, you could take like a relationship. You'd say, well, uh, you were attracted to that person right up front. Um, you know, you had some really great conversations. Um, there were some cool things aligned. Um, and then you could also say, well, I did notice that these other things we weren't aligned at all. Well, I did notice that I liked, you know, the spirituality. This person didn't believe in God at all. Or I, you get what I'm saying? So you can you can actually start to see where there were gaps And then you can say, okay, even though I saw these things, what was the decision I made? Why did I make that? Oh, well, maybe I made that because I was hoping it would turn out this way. Um, But maybe that was on me for thinking like, oh, I can't change anybody. They got to want to change on their own. You you get where I'm going with that? So So what do you keep seeing that you don't like? And then what was the decision or set of decisions that got you there? And you can do this for anything. Again, please, I, I really urge you to because it doesn't. It could be for a relationship, it could be for a job, it could be for a project. Well, the project turned out great, but it could have been better. You know, what would you have wanted to see differently? What were the decisions you would have made differently? All right. The second question is, what are you afraid of happening? So you yeah, remember, we're, we're trying to understand why do you make bad choices? What are you afraid of happening? Fear is very, you know, it, it it's very disruptive what are you afraid of happening and it's okay to write out your fears but like you know what i'm afraid of failing i'm afraid of being alone the rest of my life i'm afraid of being broke i'm afraid of like you know the project not working out whatever write it all out write it all out. i'm only laughing because it, we all everybody goes through this it's just a matter of whether or not you want to sit down with yourself and actually work through it you know Let me save you years of therapy and let's just like work through it right here. Although I've been told that this podcast is like therapy. (laughs) So what are you afraid of happening? Now, here's a backup question to that. If you don't want to see those things happen, then what could you do instead? Do you see how this might lead to better choices? If you don't want to see, okay, so you say, you know, you don't want, you're afraid of being broke or you're afraid of the project not working. Okay, great. I understand that. understand that. All right what then would you have to do instead? Okay, well, maybe you, you take a class on some financial literacy. Um, and it could be just the basics, like um, how to manage debt better and pay off things better. You know? Years ago, I did the uh, Dave Ramsey uh, in-person course. I thought it was really cool, and it was ironic that all of us were in there, um, were very similar, where um, you know, we had minimal debt, but we, and we had you know, good savings, but it was more of like how to be strategic, And how do you, uh, you know, get rid of any debt that's left and how do you plan more for the future? And it was cool. Everybody in there was like really, everybody bonded. You know what I mean? And it was great. It was a cool class. So, you know, um, and that's life design because now you're like, okay, if I'm afraid of this, all right, well, what would you need to do instead? What would be a better choice? So if you're afraid of a project not working out, okay, no problem. What would you need to do to make sure that uh, it you you find it successful, regardless of you know you, you, you want to be careful because maybe the project morphs into something else, but maybe the decisions you're making are oh okay well I'll show up to it I'll take care of it I'll think through some of the things um, as I'm creating I'll look for signals uh, I won't uh, be lazy with it I'll make sure to give it uh, good energy and I'll make sure to check in on it. You're you know saying like already your choices become better when you look at the thing that you are afraid of happening and want to see the opposite. Next question. What were you told to do that was presented as the right thing, but doesn't feel that way? This is a big one. What were you told to do that was presented as the right thing, but doesn't feel that way to you? Because already even if you were told no be a lawyer but you've never really felt like that's what you wanted to do but you were told to because maybe that was what the family wanted or that was what maybe you know looked respectable in society you know whatever it might be already you're not trusting your gut and I totally understand I'm very I very much understand this it's okay but that right there in the beginning was already you choosing something other than yourself. So already, you know, and again, I don't really like to use the word good and bad, you know, but with all these things, but you know, just because, you know, labeling things, I don't want you to have guilt. I want you to have, uh, the ability to, to look at it and say, okay, like what would I do differently? The next question is, were you told that if you did something else, this backs up the last one I just asked you. Were you told that if you did something else, something that felt more resonating with you or your soul, that it wasn't good? So what I what I'm saying is not that that not that an individual might have said to you, "Oh, don't do what feels good to your soul." Not that. I'm saying that w- were you told, like, "Oh, you know what? If you go, if you go become a, a professional artist, if you go become, uh, uh, you know, a uh, something other than this." Shiny object presented to you um you know it's not it's not it's not good that's not a good thing to do, and the reason why I say that is because that happens to a lot of people um and then you may forego going after something that resonated with you or your soul more, and already the level from which you are making choices is opposite what you wanted to do. Take a look at that again this is all the way this is this is going back to the title find out what you love so you can make better choices because this is leading you back to yourself this is leading you back to what you love to do it will be filled with tons of work just won't feel the same way that work will be different than the work when you're not when you're working on something that's just not aligned with you your values your soul whatever the fifth question of this is what do you want seriously what do you really want why do you want it, and what does it look like getting it without shortcuts, without selling out, or without foregoing your integrity to get it? And why did I throw those things in there? One, because I clearly don't believe in shortcuts. <laughs> unless unless it's learning. Like, can you learn from mentors? Can you learn from, from you know, like I, I have trainers, and I have, you know, coaches and consultants for my own stuff, you know? So, but... Um, why do you want it and what does it look like getting it without shortcuts, without selling out, or without foregoing your integrity to get it? And the reason I say this is because you will not want to skimp on the details of something you are aligned with when you really know what you want. People always say, like oh, millions of dollars. I'm like, you want freedom is really what you're saying. No, I want the money, so I can I was like, so you can what? Call the shots. So you can, you know, travel more so you can have more time. So You can do more things with the family and then you'll wait until you have those things to actually have what you can, you know, do today. You want freedom. Freedom is a behavior. Right. So what do you want? What do you really want? Why do you want it? And what does it look like getting it without shortcuts, without selling out, without foregoing your integrity to get it? And by the way, I get it along the way, along the path. I can't tell you how many things were presented to me that like would have sped up certain things. It just didn't feel right. And I'm definitely not going to sell out. Never. (laughs) No way. I've come way too far to do that. No way. So, okay. Some things will take a little bit longer, but I'm willing. I'm, I'm okay with that. Cause I, I'm on God's time. And the sixth question of this section is now, why do you now? Okay. Now, why do you not do that? If you're not doing that, what do you really want? Right? What do you want? What do you really want? Why do you want it? What does it look like getting without all that stuff? And then to follow up now, why do you not do that? If you're not already doing that, why, why aren't you doing it? Which will loop you right back over to what are you afraid of happening? All these things are leading into your choices. And if you know why you are not doing that, then you can observe once again. Okay. So if you want to see those things happen, then what could you do instead? This is how you start making better choices. Better choices is one choice away. It is your next choice. So let's look at what you love. Okay. This is the second part. Uh, this won't take as long as the first part, but let's look at what you love. In seeing what you don't like, what do you like? That's question number one. In seeing what you don't like, what do you like? I want you to write out what do you like. Now this leads into my second part. I, you know, I reference here in the podcast. I have a master class called Write, Design, Build. Currently, very well priced, but I might even discount a little bit more. We'll see, but. It's, it's worth it. Uh, and, and it's a right design, build masterclass. And um, the very first section is called creating niche content around you. I'm actually going to talk about this section right here right now. This is not about content. It's about understanding your creativity, your interest and in what you'd like to be seen doing more of. What would you want the world seeing you doing more of? More importantly though, what would you like to see you doing more of? And the reason I, I brought it into content is because I have a lot of people online who I've consulted with over like the last 10 years, but just in general, people ask like, oh, well, I don't really know what to do content on. Oh, I don't really know what to share. I don't know. I'm like, you, the niche is you. Share your interests and interweave all of them together. That's your reference for talking points. Is understanding your creativity, your interest, and in what you'd like to be seen doing more of. What would you like to see you doing more of? What would you? What wouldn't you mind other people seeing you do more of? Now, I get it. Sometimes it's very scary. Oh, what will they think? What will they that? You're not doing it for them so much as you're doing it for you, and then they're happy to learn from you doing it for you. That's how I've always done my content. That's why it's always been very, as they say, it's very sticky. Like it, it, it people, you guys all can resonate. I'm, I'm I'm just doing the same things that you would be doing. It's just that I'm, I'm doing it in front of you, that's all. So in this very first section, there's 12 sections. The first half is all about like understanding your creativity and your interests, but then organizing it in a way that you can get it ready for content. And then having frameworks for that, which I also give in the class. It's pretty epic actually, <laughs> I really like it. Uh, anyways, okay, so the first section, there's a, I have, there's a renaissance approach. And I said here, and I want you to do this, list all the things that make you, you think like a Renaissance person, right? A Renaissance person in during the Renaissance time, Leonardo da Vinci, multiple roles, interests and creations. I do not want to hear that's not you. I'm sorry. You have multiple interests. I don't care if like on one hand it's gardening, miniature trains and healthy eating and Balloon animals. I don't know. But like, it doesn't matter. You have multiple interests. You also have multiple roles. You might be a parent. You might be a spouse. You might be uh, uh, a colleague. You might be a cashier. You might be, you know, in working in retail. I don't know. It could be any number of things. You might have multiple roles a sister, a brother, a cousin, a parent. Oh, I already said a parent. Like, all these things. You have multiple roles. So I want you to write down. I said, uh, right here, I said, I want you to list out your interests. What do you like to talk about? Activities that make you a better person. Multiple roles you have. Multiple things that you've created or would like to create. That's the first part of the Renaissance approach. Then the second part of this uh, first section in my Write, Design, Build, Master class is that answer the Ikigai questions. What do you love to do? Where are you great at? What, the world, what does the world need? And what can you get paid for? Remember, we've already talked about Ikigai, the Japanese word for joy of doing the things that bring passion to the world and value, right? The intersection. And then the third part of this, uh, this portion of the class um, in this module was, now I want you to investigate. This is actually a lot of fun. I want you, instead of consuming content just to consume everybody's content out there and just scrolling, mindless scrolling, go find people. I call them creators, but really people you can relate to. But here's what the deal. I want you to look. What, what like? How do you rate to them stylistically? Like, there's something about the way that they do their style communicatively. Um, you, you get what I'm saying? Like, the reason being is that this will basically give you more permission to create from the same attributes you already intuitively have, but need guidance on how others are doing it. And again, this is not about being, uh, this is not about copying, but being inspired. Like, there's creators out there that I follow. I'm like, I like that. I like how they're presenting things. I like how, um, I like their aesthetics. I like the, the branding. I like, I mean, I analyze branding like no one's business. I have mood boards inside of Instagram, Pinterest. I have notes. And when I see something that inspires me, I write it down. Like, and I, and I take screenshots. I love design. And I think constantly about how that design then goes into my own content, which you guys like, right? So I find in document creators, and I just, by the way, I just take their at symbol or, um, you know, their handle, I mean, on whatever platform that you're on. Um, I think Instagram is great from a branding perspective because you can find people the way they present their art or themselves or their personal brand of the world. And you're only using them for inspiration versus um, getting lost in like, you know, it's not about comparison because people who inspire you make you yourself want to go out and do and create. That's, that's what I'm looking for, for you guys and for myself. So yes, yeah, so that's that section of the, uh, right design build master class. I've had a few people will say they want to purchase it, but also want to do like a cohort learning session. If that's the case, if you want cohort learning with it, Can you guys just like DM me on Instagram or like email me or something? Just like let me know. I've had three people already ask that. But um, if you'd like the full twelve lessons taught to you, you know, on the self guided pace, you can find them. I'll the link is um, in the show notes. Right design build. Okay. And now the the last two questions I want to ask you real quick is let's look at the age old question: If money wasn't a factor, what would you be doing? I know. Everybody hate me love and hate this question, but it's actually very true, and I'll tell you why, because the fifth one is, I have lately had, over the last couple of years, a lot of really interesting encounters with God around this, because what I love to do and what I have felt from God is very much the same thing, and it feels right, and there have been moments, just like any of you, where I thought, How? how, how, how? And, oh, are you sure? And will that suffice? Will that be enough? And then sometimes my humanness comes in and I start doing some other things and I'm like, oh, well, let me just make sure because I know this is being responsible and this will take care of this and this will take care of that. And, (laughs) you know, like I can feel God sometimes be like, I already told you what to do. I already told you where to, to focus. Like you'll be fine. Don't worry about the how. I just need you to do those things that you already love to do naturally and focus on that and I'll show you the rest. Talk about learning to trust and surrender. I may talk about it to you all, but I want you to know I go through it too. I work on it every single day. I'm significantly better at it now than I ever was. This is the best I've ever been. Um, and I'm still, you know, as, as they say, far from where I started, far from where I'm going. And I'm okay with that. Ask yourself, what do you want me to be doing? Or ask God, what do you want me to be doing now? Every time I I if I feel like I stray a little bit or if I'm unsure, God, what do you want me to be doing right now? How often is it what you really want to be doing but maybe you're afraid? Now consider doing it and ask yourself, what kind of choices are you making in that direction? And that's what this is about. Find out what you love so you can make better choices. What do you want me to be doing now? And you'll feel it. You'll feel it and maybe you don't want to hear it. You want to hear it and you don't want to hear it because you want to hear it because you're like, oh, that confirms exactly how I'm feeling. And you don't want to hear it because you're like, oh, I might have to actually change my entire life for that. And that's how you start to make better choices. Because what if what you know you should be doing right now and you feel like you should be doing it right now and it feels really good, what if you could actually have that feeling all the time? What stops us sometimes from feeling that is the humanness, I think, that gets in the way of well, I got to do this, and well, I've always done it this way, and well, I was programmed that way, <laughs> and well, I followed that path, and I'd be letting other people down. We're, we're dealing with the, the, the disconnected self sometimes or the, the overanalyzing self or the, the, just the human in us. But you can actually move in the direction of what feels right. You can learn to trust and surrender with God and your soul, and you can then ask yourself, what kind of choices are you making to go in that direction? And then can you continue making those types of choices? I appreciate you guys. This was a fun one. I really went in on this. Well, on all of them, but I couldn't help it because I was just really inspired by this. Find out what you love so you can make better choices. Whatever it is out there that you, once you know more of what you love and you do know, take care of it. Just take care of it. Respect it. Love and honor it. Be honest with it. The things that mean the most to you I mean, you should be honest with everything and everyone. But when you're really rooted and grounded in the things that mean the most to you, there you you don't want to be anything but honest with it. That's when you start making better choices. Appreciate you guys. Thank you for tuning into every single episode. Please leave a five star written review on Apple. Please leave a five star rating on Spotify. you guys, all the sh- in the show notes are all the links, including the Right Design Build Masterclass. I can, if any of you also just have additional questions, please, you can always reach out. Uh, I'm, I'm happy to answer any of them. And uh, I look forward to you know, continue to grow with all of you guys. Thank you, as always. Until next episode, I'm out. All right, that's it. We'll stop there for right now. I hope you found this helpful and applicable in some way. I want you to remember, you do not need to fit in. And you certainly do not need to fit into some category or title nor be put into some box. The niche is you. It always has been. Please share this with a friend and be sure to leave a rating and review. Your feedback means everything to me. And also, thank you for listening and supporting me. If you're new and you want to receive these the moment they come out, please text me 480-530-7352. Text me podcast. I promise to only send you the good stuff. Thank you. And until next time, I'm out.